Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Alpha Theta Flow podcast. This is Flow 681 and today I'm going to talk a little bit about chess. Well, sort of a bit about chess, not, not getting into the Queen's Gambit. Um, although that was a good, I didn't mind it. I don't watch a whole lot of TV, but um, I didn't mind that. Anyway, the uh, what I'm going to talk about is something t- that I have talked about at lengths during different periods, but I'm going to actually share with you... Um, straight from the book straight in the book is tribe of mentors by timothy ferris uh who was the author of the four-hour work week among many many other books including of course tribe of mentors um now basically with tribe of mentors uh, and i've got tools of titan though i never read it um he contacted a bunch of uh his contacts and wanted to ask him a bunch of questions and put it into a book really simple and one of those was a guy i'd never heard about before was maurice ashley now, Maurice Ashley is the first African-American international grandmaster in the annals of the games of chess, and he has translated his love to others as a three-time national championship coach, two-time author, ESPN commentator, iPhone app designer, puzzle inventor, and motivational speaker. Um, he's been inducted into the U.S. Chess Hall of Fame in 2016, um, and he has a TED Talk, Working Backwards to Solve Problems. So the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because of this particular question Tim asked him here. How has a failure or apparent failure set you up for later success? Do you have a favorite failure of yours? His response. As a competitive chess player, failure is part and parcel of growth. My most important failure came at a tournament in Bermuda when uh, I needed to win a crucial game in order to finally get the title of International Grandmaster, the highest and most prestigious title a player can attain. I was playing Grandmaster Michael Bezold from Germany and in a crucial position I had a choice between taking one of his important pieces or taking a mere pawn. It turned out that taking his pawn would have kept all my advantages intact while greedily taking his rook caused my attack to dry up in an instant. After I lost the game, a grandmaster who won the US title four times reassuringly pointed out my mistake and then said words I will never forget. In order to become a grandmaster, you must already be one. I understood right there that I had to get back to work on perfecting myself before I could actually go about winning games. That idea has kept my eyes focused on the process over the result ever since. So two core things I want to talk about there, right? Two core things. And one of them is not me uh, butchering Alex's surname. (laughs) The two things is this sentence, which has left a resounding impact on my life. In order to become a grandmaster, you must already be one. In order to be a black belt, you must already be a black belt and that's when you get recognized as a black belt, right? But you have to be in the frame of mind, the thinking, the behaviors, all of that, that you are a black belt, that you are a grandmaster. It's not just thinking I am one, obviously, like the the secret wants you to think. It's, it's, it's all of the behaviors. It's all of that, right? And when you are that, then it doesn't matter whether other people recognize it so much or not, even though more often than not, they will. It's more so this knowing that you're at a stage at a level is so crucial and similar to my last podcast when we're constantly waiting for this external authority to tell us that we are something by now we'll never arrive we'll never get there right so it's crucial in order to be a grandmaster in anything that you do you can change the word grandmaster professional world-class elite doesn't matter what word you change it to it means the same thing you already have to be that you just need to now, onto my second point, follow the process to let that unfold and become it. 
And that's where he goes on to say, that idea has kept my eyes focused on the process over the result ever since. The process of becoming a grandmaster, right? Over the result of going, when am I going to be a grandmaster? When am I going to be a grandmaster? It's like you are becoming it. And, and one day that switches as well. It switches to I am it. And it's now time to show the world. And that is crucial. It is crucial to go to work every single fucking day on what it is that makes you burn. That that's 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 important to your soul. I had this really passionate conversation with my spouse just the other day. It's like you're gonna fucking die. You're gonna die someday. At some we don't know when. But between now and then, <laughs> so little matters that we that we waste our friggin' time on, that we waste our life on. People don't get to the end of the days and say, I wish I worked more, right? They wish they worked on themselves more. That is different. And if you can build your career, if you can build your life around that, and you showing up and you doubling down on you, you making you valuable, then you make yourself indispensable. It means that you spend your career building you rather than spending your career building other people's um, businesses or other people's expectations of what you should do. And so many people live in this space that they're constantly working for someone else, right? And they're fretting and they're thinking. And it's not even the eight hours that they work. It's the time that they think about that work outside of those eight hours. All of a sudden, their big salary fucking gets halved because they spend half their time away from work thinking about it. But they're not getting, not getting money for that. It is so crucial for us to understand that the way that we live our life is, is so impactful and so important to all the people around us. And we have a choice every single day on how we do that. Even now, if you look at your life and you're like, fuck, this is not where I want to be. It's going to be hard to change. It's going to be real fucking hard to change. But it's going to be harder to stay. In the long run, it'll always be harder to stay. And We have a choice to make. Every single fucking day. And I make this choice every single day. As soon as I get up in the morning. And I look at what I've got to do for the day. And what, what, I'm, what I'm working on. And it's like, do I still want to do this? And if the answer is no. Or at least not a fuck yes. Then something needs to change. It's not fair on the people around me. If I just keep slugging away at shit that I don't, I'm no longer passionate about. It's not fair. It's not fair on me either. And on that note, team, I am done. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you found this podcast beneficial, it would mean the world to me. If you'd pass it on to someone else who you think would also find it beneficial. If you haven't already, you can grab a copy of my book, Mining Yourself, anywhere online that sells books or at alphathetaflow.com if you'd like one personally signed by me. If you're an athlete, a coach, or a high performer and you wanted to find out how to find your flow, then check out alphathetaflow.com and get in touch. I'd love to have a chat with you. But that's it from me. Big love, peace, and pizza. I'll see you all soon.